Hello and welcome to episode 64 of Ready to Mosh. I'm Gem G and with me as always, the hammock to my Hetfield, Kev P. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. We're keeping it on topic again. Yeah, on brand. Ooh. Anyway, today is the first of our look at the bands we are hoping to see at Download this year. Mm. So we're going to go through Thursday and Friday. We're not going to talk about every band that's playing on Thursday and Friday. We're just going to pick out the ones that we definitely want to see, the ones that we might see, and we're also going to find out which ones are matching, almost like a live game of Download Snap. Yeah. So another caveat for this episode, we're using Clash Finder to base the timings. Which is 100% wrong. You, you can guarantee that. Yeah, it, it might be roughly right. It's going to give us a rough idea of Clashes, but as it says itself, there's no point printing it out or believing it until download officially release their times yeah. we may say there's going to be clashes or we may pick bands that don't look like the clash but they end up clashing so it's just kind of a wish list i guess of who we might see we're also gonna talk about the entertainment that's been announced for the village now known as district X. now known as district district x yeah it will always be the village it's, yeah i don't know why they changed the name of that pretty pointless but it's like when they rename pubs yeah you still know it as the, <laughs> yeah. the pub you went to yeah, very true. And um, we've also got a couple of bits of download-related news that will stick on the end as well. Should we crack on them? Yeah. So, download Thursday. First time for everything. Yeah, it is, yeah. Well, at least well, Arena Thursday. For an Arena Thursday, yeah. Yeah. So, who is the first band that you are hoping to see on the Thursday? My first band is Snakes. Okay. So, I'm assuming they're not on your list. No. Hmm. Yeah, I've got Snakes as my first band. I have actually listened to them and I thought they were all right, but I'd not highlighted them as someone to definitely see. Chances are, if you're going to go see them, though, I'll probably tag along. Yeah. Potentially. Unless it's raining. Unless it's raining, yeah. <laughs> then I'll stay in the dry until whoever I really want to see. Well, it is in the dog tooth, so I mean, at least it's undercover. I'll get there, though, and everyone will be in there, potentially, if it's raining. Yeah, that's true. Although it's not always busy first thing, is it? Yeah. Okay. And who's your first band? Mammoth WVH. I have also earmarked Mammoth WVH. I think it's right and fitting to see him. Yeah, and the good thing is, because it's the main stage, if I'm coming from Snakes, it's only down the hill. Mm. So it's not too far of a walk. That's true. I think this will be a really good opening act as well. I think it's like a proper... I know he's relatively new, but he's got a kind of classic... Dad rock feel. Dad rock sound. A bit like Wayward Sons had opening the main stage last year. Yeah. I think it's got similar vibes to that, so I think that's going to be a good start and definitely my first definite. This also, for me, introduces the first clash of the day. Same. Ah. Well, first potential clash. First potential clash, yeah. And I think I know it's going to be because it's going to be the same as mine. It's going to be the Cancer Bats. Yeah. It's been a long time since it's, I've seen them. Yeah, it's been a hell of a long time. Did we see them in 2012? I can't remember, and I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast before. That they were supposed to play, but for some reason they were late and they missed their slot, but they came on stage with... Corey. No, no? I think it was Billy Talon. It was someone early in the afternoon. Oh, yeah, that Billy rings Talon? a bell. Was it No Effects? It was someone around It wasn't No Effects, it would have been Billy Talon. Yeah, that rings a bell now. I mean, it's a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Anyone remembers, let us know. So what have you got after that? After that, I've got a potential clash. I've got Ginger Down as potentially watching, and then The Bronx as a definite. Okay, well, I'm going to go and watch The Bronx. Because you didn't watch them last time I watched them. Yeah, and I don't know why. <laughs> we had this discussion the other day, didn't we? Yeah, I can't figure out what I was doing. And we even looked back, didn't we, on the, yeah. an official Clash Finder thing from, was it 2017? Yeah, something like that. 
We don't know where you were. <laughs> no, well, probably in the tent. Yeah. Probably gone for a booze run. Yeah, I saw them in the avalanche, whatever year it was. Ginger, I might watch, because I saw them at Bloodstock, Bloodstock that's the one, last year. They were quite good, so I wouldn't mind watching them again, but if I'd missed them, I wouldn't be too upset, I guess. Yeah. I mean, looking at this provisional timing, there's a good chance you could watch the Bronx and then see the end of Ginger. Mm. So just that might happen. What you got next? So next up, I've got 100 Reasons. For some reason, I've not highlighted them. Oh, you're not watching 100 Reasons? I might do. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why I've not done that. Yeah, the, well, this is one for me. It's like this is a 100% nailed on that I'll be watching them. And it does kind of lead into my first clash, uh, not my first clash, my second clash. And that, for me, is going to clash with A.A. Williams. Yeah, I've got her highlighted. And then I've got a question mark over Hailstorm. I'm not a huge fan of them, but there are a couple of tracks I like. Mm. And I just feel it might be a good opportunity to watch them potentially because they're on the main stage and often you can't help but see who's on the main stage can you if you're walking nearby do you know what i mean yeah okay so who have you got after that i've got pucifer yeah same here I'll, that's one i'm not going to miss but again so this kind of causes me a bit of an issue so i'll be watching 100 reasons hmm. but if i go to watch the rest of a williams i'm not really going to get a decent slot for pucifer you know kind of position wise yeah. Whereas if I watched 100 Reasons and kind of stayed around the stage, I'd probably get to the front for Pucifer. So it's kind of, I don't know what to do there. Decision. I know what you mean. And I do love A.A. Williams. At the same time, I don't know if I'd love her at a festival. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. It's the style of music, I think, mm. because it's much slower than anything else that you'll hear at Download. Yeah. She makes me quite sleepy in a good way. <laughs> Do you know well, what I mean? Okay. She's an amazing performer, but her music is very just chilled and nice, yeah. and it might be a nice break in the afternoon, hmm. or I might end up napping. <laughs> no offence to her at all, but there's the potential for that. Yeah. Also, looking at the Clash Finder, one of the other things that's a little frustrating, it looks like Pucifer and Mom Jeans are going to clash. Well, they're quite fancy seeing Mom Jeans, but Pucifer are always yeah. going to win for me. Mom Jeans aren't a thing for me, so... <laughs> Well, no, then... I have listened to them, but they just didn't float my boat. And then next up, Alter Bridge. Yeah, I'm straight down for Alter Bridge. Because obviously, what is Download without Miles Kennedy? Assuming they make it. That is true. We did hear today that they've cancelled a show. Yeah, they've cancelled the show because of recurring throat problems for Miles. Yeah, so fingers crossed they will be there. Well, Ghost can... I can't remember when it was, but Ghost cancelled one year. 2016. Yeah. But then played Hellfest the week after, and that was a laryngitis issue. Yeah, you've seen quite a few bands actually who, if it is that, they may just have a couple of nights off for vocal rest. So, mm. fingers crossed. Couple yeah, of weeks well, they, to go. they've got a good, they have got a five day break before download, mm. I think, as well. So, hopefully, it should all be good. Yeah, be quiet, Miles, until then. Then we've got a bit of an issue because we still don't know at this point who the second stage headline is going to be Thursday night. Now, if this gets announced before the before the episode goes out, we might have a future us appear and discuss that one. But at the moment, it's just a question mark. It is just a question mark. But if it's Offspring, if it's Tenacious D, who are the others we said? I think the hottest tipped one now is Bullet for My Valentine. Yeah, which I'm not fussed about. No, we saw them a little bit at the pilot, didn't we? Yeah. But I've never been a massive fan of them, so I wouldn't... Yeah, I'm, I wouldn't go out of my way. I wouldn't walk up, back up the hill for them. No, I'd sooner probably just get a better slot for Metallica. Well, what do you know? Just editing the episode and we get the breaking news that Skindred are indeed the second stage 
or Opus, if you will, headliner on Thursday. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Although, is that like the fourth one now they've done in a row? They've done um, 19, they did pilot, they did last year. Yeah, it is. They're the new Miles Kennedy. They are. But I'm not complaining. And I'll get to see them twice at two festivals. You will, won't you? Yeah. Because my Skindra glasses are coming. Fingers crossed they'll arrive in time. They're en route. But yeah, that'll be a, a cool end. Well, not an end to Thursday, but a pre-end like Metallica Eve. <laughs> Metallica Eve. You know what I mean. I know what I mean. <laughs> I'm glad you do. Yeah, there we go. Back to the past. Depending on what sort of stuff they're playing would depend on how long I hang around. Yeah, it's difficult to know, isn't it, with them doing two nights? Yeah. Are, are they going to save, I'm going to say the good stuff, but everyone's definition of the good stuff varies, doesn't it, anyway? I th- save that for Saturday. I, I suspect they're going to play a lot of the new album and then some older tracks on Thursday and then save the greatest hits, as it were, mm. for Saturday. Yeah, I did actually see a post with the two set lists from the first two nights in Paris last week, but mm. I didn't actually look at them in detail. I just saw the picture. And well, they could change every They could, night, yeah. Though. But that'll be the Thursday done. Yeah, short and sweet, I guess, that one. Yeah, I've, I've actually noticed over the two days, it is quite kind of thin for me, Thursday and Friday. Yeah, if I put it kind of back to back each band, I haven't really got a lot of gaps on the Thursday, but not too much clashing. So I think it'll be a steady stream of music from probably Mammoth onwards, but depending on who gets the second stage headline mm. slot. I just realised we're being old school and gone second stage. We're not using their proper titles, are they? Do you mean a- yeah, yeah. Do you mean Apex and Opus? Yeah. <laughs> the Opus headliner, yeah, depending on them, that could be a good slot for having some D, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy to eat and drink and, you know. Be merry. Yeah. Right. Let's move on to Friday. Friday, then. Yeah, this is a very weird day. Mm. I've noticed that, especially the avalanche, is incredibly kind of soft, you know, from a musical kind of sound. There's a lot of bands that I just wouldn't, I don't think I'd ever pay to see. Well, based on what I've put so far on these, just bear with me one second, apologies if you get rattling paper. Potentially, I won't be going to the Avalanche across Thursday or Friday at all. Oh, okay. Which is it's, fine because it's the furthest away, isn't well, it? Yeah. <laughs> but it, but it's interesting how it's. I think it was last year and the year before. I spent all my time in the Avalanche. Definitely, last year I spent a lot of time in there. There was one year previously I remember whether it was I don't know eighteen or nineteen maybe. I didn't go there a lot for a couple of days. Yeah. But it, it's a very strange kind of mix. I mean, the whole band set up over the weekend is a very kind of strange kind of mix. There's a lot more dance-orientated sort of sounds. Yeah, and a lot more. I don't even know how to describe it. Just not your classic download sound. Yeah. Without wanting to sound like an old fart who doesn't the think... The gatekeeper. Yeah, them. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. Bands that I would probably associate more with potentially other festivals. I think exactly the same thing. There's a lot of bands that I've seen that I think they'd be better suited to Reading and Leeds or Glastonbury. On the one hand, that's a good thing because it's less clashes. Yeah. So it kind of makes making your choices easier. But yeah, it's definitely more of a twist on your classic download bands yeah. on the lineup this year. And it also feels that they've spent a lot of money on big 
headline buttons and supporting buttons. So kind of like the big three or four mm. on each stage for a couple of the days. And maybe the kind of budget has gone there and they've had to bring in bands that they can get for a lot less. Yeah. As opposed to like a standard mm. kind of sound and mix through the day and quality. Yeah. And in some ways, again, that's a good thing because it's given smaller bands a chance to play on a bigger stage. Mm. It'll be interesting to see kind of the crowd set up and everything. So Yeah, I was thinking that as well with some of them, especially very much not your traditional download. <laughs> Your traditional download goer at all. I mean, some people might just watch them out of curiosity. Yeah. And as we've mentioned the rain already, let's talk about it again. If it is wet, then people will congregate more in tents, mm. regardless of who's, who's, who's who. Regardless of who's on stage. Yeah. So, should we talk about Friday then? Oh, why not? Because we got slightly sidetracked there, but... Not like us. Potentially a very late start for me on the Friday. I mean, it starts later anyway on a Friday, traditionally, so we're assuming that that will be the case again. Yeah, so I've got a potential early start. Okay. So the first band that I'm considering is Fixation. Oh. Okay. Who are on the Avalanche stage. They are first up. Yeah, I listened to them and thought they were okay, but I don't know if I like them enough to want to go all the way to the Avalanche to start my day. I think it depends on what state I'm in Friday morning. Mm, I think true. that's what it's going to come down to, how much energy I've got. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to depend for me on... Potentially either doing Rockfit or what my hair washing schedule is like. Okay. Uh, yeah, moving on then to my next band, which is Witch Fever. I've got them down as a potential, but they clash with Nova Twins, and I would quite like to see Nova Twins, I think. Yeah. I'm really not interested in Nova Twins, so I'm not going to watch those. But I, I do really like Witch Fever. I've been mm. listening to Witch Fever a lot. I think that'll be good. Yeah. My next one I do want to watch is Pupil Slicer. Okay. On the dog tooth. Mm-hmm. Potentially maybe catch a bit of hot milk if the clashes don't clash. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I know what you mean. If the bands don't yeah. clash as opposed to how the yeah. set, set out and clash finder. Yeah. There are a couple of hot milk tracks I quite like and they look really cool live from what I've seen. Clips okay. and stuff. So, um, and then obviously there's the band on the Opus stage that we really, really want to see. Not Elvana. Elvana. Oh, oh God. Geez. But you know they'll get a big crowd, so it means the other stages will probably be quiet. Yeah, that's true. I think they're a bit Marmite, though, aren't they? Yeah, they are very Marmite. And I don't like Marmite. <laughs> Neither do I. Bit of a gap, then, for me. Yeah, well, I've got a gap from after Witch Fever right through till nearly four o'clock, which mm. is D-Mob Happy. Okay, not on my radar. Yeah, they're a potential for me. Um, like I say, a lot of these are just kind of potential, so Fixation was a potential, D-Mob Happy is a potential. Yeah, I'm sure I must have listened to them, but I've got no recollection of them at all. Okay. I have gone through all the bands I didn't know, but yeah, they've not struck a chord. I might watch a bit of Epica. All right, okay. Potentially. And then I've got Ingested on the dog tooth. Yeah, I've got Ingested down as potential to watch as well. No. So that could be uh, a joint one. So I'll probably meet up for Ingested then. Yeah. Yeah, is that the first match we've got that day? <laughs> no, Witch Fever. Mine's Potential though. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Mine just did his potential. Okay. Asking Alexandra's a maybe for me. That's a definite no from me. Really, I just don't like asking yeah. Alexandria. Yeah. I want to, but I don't. Mm. I'm just going to see how the day pans out on that one, really, because that's kind of round tea times. Yeah. And then my next definite is Empire State Bastard. Yeah, I've got those down as potential as well. I may go and watch Empire State Bastard, even though I'm not a Biffy fan. 
I'm curious about I just want to know what they're going to sound like, yeah. I think they've only released one track, haven't they, still, Mm. at the moment, which is interesting. It's kind of harsher, obviously a lot harsher than Biffy, but I expected it to be even more so somehow, I don't know. Yeah, is it not as heavy as you thought it was going to be? Not, No, from what people were saying. Mm. Obviously, their other stuff could be. Yeah, it's, it's hard to judge mm. from one track, isn't it? So, And it'd be interesting to see what kind of crowd they get. I was just going to say that as well. Part of me feels like it'll be huge because of it being, obviously, Simon from Biffy. But at the same time, does everyone realise that? And there's also very possible potential clash with architects. Yeah, that's another very good point. Yeah, they did clash mm. with the architects. And within Temptation, who I wouldn't mind seeing, but I probably won't, based on the clashes. Yeah. And then it is Architects, who I would like to see. Same, yeah. I've got those as a definite, so that'll be good. I think I've seen Architects before. I don't think I have. Oh, I think I have saw them a few years ago, yeah. But where and why would you without me? Second stage, you were probably watching somebody else. It does happen. I know it does, but I feel like I would have remembered. Or I would have gone to see them. Mm. Anyway. Guar? I've also got those as potential, just because it'll be a laugh. It'll be, it'll be fun. Yes. But again... It depends on the timings of that one. And then Evanescence, I just feel like I should, because I'd never did. Do you know what I mean? I know what, yeah. I was never this a huge a fan. One. Yeah. But I just feel like I'd, I would want to watch at least a couple of songs. Yeah, so I had their really big album back in the day. I don't think I actually did. But I don't know, there's just, I feel like musically I've kind of left that album behind. I've grown, mm. my music taste has changed. and it's. It just wouldn't do it for me anymore. I know what you mean, but there is a hint of nostalgia that I want to explore <laughs> with it. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to take off while they're doing the rounds again. Yeah, I know what you mean. It'd be, I mean, they're on the second stage, so if I went from the dog teeth, I could maybe watch a bit after for what score. Yeah. And then I might be about to shock you, because I don't think I'm probably going to go and watch Real Velo. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I, I saw him in March, didn't I? I don't think he's going to do anything different than what he did in March. Yeah, I get what you mean, but I'm pretty sure it's surprised. Yeah, I just feel like it's probably just going to be the same set, and it was really good at Rock City. And I don't think it would be as good in a tent anyway. Mm. Like if I'd have seen him last year, maybe, and it had been like a year since, but it'll only be like three, Three four months. months. So I just don't know if I feel the need to see him again. I'm very, very surprised. And But the thing is, if you're watching The Architects, you could still watch the end of it and cut through to the avalanche and but, still get back to the main stage for the headliner. But potentially not see Evanescence, so... Yeah, but Evanescence, no, that's what I'm saying. So if oh. Evanescence are on the second stage mm. and Phil Velo's on the, on the mm. avalanche, you can use the cut through and you'll still catch yeah. the last... True. I just don't know if, if it would be worth just catching the end of anyway. Hmm. And the other thing with Evanescence as well is they're one of those bands that I don't think I would pay to go and see. So if I am going to see them, it's It's going to be be a festival. festival. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my other reasoning for probably getting to watch them. That's fair enough. Yeah, I I am surprised. I I understand your logic, but I am surprised, yeah. Well, then my last band of Friday is Bring Me to the Horizon. Same. Never seen them. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I want to see Bring Me to the Horizon because although I'm not a massive fan... And I do prefer their later stuff that a lot of people, kind of like the original mm. sort of fan base they got, a lot of people don't like the later stuff. I mm. prefer the later stuff. I'm kind of a mid-range stuff. I kind of like Sempiternal. 
Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. So if we break it into three yeah. pieces, then it's the middle section for me. Yeah. That is the best bit. So yeah, sandpit turtle, if you will. The one after that, my brain's gone. I know which one I mean. And that kind of up to that first EP they did during mm. lockdown, post-human, my brain's gone again. But then the last couple of tracks that they released on the last couple of EPs, I really, really don't like. Okay. Also on Bring Me The Horizon, there's some potential for some duets, collaborations. Yeah, they've done. They've worked with a lot of people, haven't they? Because there's the one on the post-human EP. Well, there's two on there, isn't there? There's one with Nova Twins and one with Amy Lee. So she gets herself off stage with Evanescence. She yeah, there's round. potential for that. And Nova, Nova Twins are there on the same day, yeah. so I think that's a giver. And this is a wild prediction for me. I've not actually looked what he's up to, but he could potentially bring Youngblood out with him as a random to do Obey. Okay. I, I don't know if he's on tour anywhere else or anything, but I just think mm. that might be something they would do as a special thing. Possible. Perhaps. Yeah. Or would they sooner make it about them because it's the first time they've headlined? Maybe, but then... Or do you put on an an extra special show because they're headlining? Yeah. Anyway, that's just a couple of random predictions from me. Well, that's Thursday and Friday pretty much wrapped up then. Yeah. So we'll be looking at Saturday and Sunday on another episode. Mm. But in the meantime, let us know who you're planning to see on Thursday and Friday. So on to the District X or the village. So it should be called. They've made uh, a big announcement, and there's a poster that goes alongside it. So there's the usual kind of stuff and kind of some things that were expected, I think. Mm-hmm. So you've got things like, so Alex Holcomb's going to be there, which I think was kind of pretty nailed on, to be honest. Yeah, is that a DJ set that Alex is doing? I'm assuming so, although it doesn't say it's a DJ set. Yeah. Whereas the others that mm-hmm. are there do say DJ set. Yeah, I can't remember now what it said, but yeah, there's quite a few DJ sets going on from... Various people. Yeah, so some of the names that are doing DJ sets include The Blackout, Nova Twins, and We Wear Black Podcast. Looks like that's a combined thing. Yeah, they're Thursday, aren't they? So, yeah. Um, Friday, Daniel P. Carter, who's pretty much a resident DJ at Download. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Is doing DJ set, and also Wargasm, which is a curveball. I wasn't expecting doing a DJ set. Yeah. Then Zoe London again is doing a DJ set on Saturday. I would really love to see her, but I just don't know if I can stay up that late. <laughs> so old. And then there's kind of club night things as well. I mean, there's other DJ sets. We've not mentioned everything, because so there's loads going on, really. There's Fat Lip Club Night, a Face Down one, Uproar. Yeah, there's, uh, there is all kinds of stuff going on. There's a Drag Emo Parade. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Girl Power Rock Club, Master of Puffets. Yeah. Not familiar with what that is. I think it's to... Master of Pop Hits. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Black Parade, some emo anthems there for those that way inclined. There's also the comedy store there as well. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, there's the Doghouse stage, which is where it was last year, I'm kind of assuming. But um, the side splitter, I think, is at a different spot this year. Yeah. So it's almost like there's two different areas for people to congregate in. I'm assuming that's just due to the capacity of it this year. Yeah, very possibly. But yeah, just going back to the comedy, I don't think they've actually announced who's going to be on the comedy stage yet. I can't even remember who was on last year, to be honest. I can't, but I have seen uh, a few things online. Yeah, so Cunt and the gang are playing, I think they're headlining, aren't they? Yes, I forgot about that, actually. I saw them tweet about it. That is the side split stage, isn't it? Yeah. I've also seen that um, there's been a bit of chat online, but I've seen that Scott Bennett's going to be there. 
Oh, in his shed? Scott Bennett, yeah. In Out of his shed. Will he bring his shed? Well, it'll <laughs> be Scott Bennett in the tent, won't it? Yeah, if it's a literal tent. Yeah. It wasn't last year, was it? It was all like open, it was, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was, sorry, I can't, yeah. No, it's not been a comedy tent since 2019. I'm when Ed Gamble. Ed Gamble, yeah. And there's going to be some live podcasts as well. So Satman and are going to be there. And I think We Wear Black are doing a podcast as well. And I can't remember who else. Off the top of my head. Us. We'll yeah. be there. We'll be there. We're going to do a live <laughs> podcast from our tent. Yeah. We literally might. We could do. Yeah. Yeah. There's a thing. Wednesday. A live beer cast. Ooh. Unedited. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you don't want to hear that no, one. No, 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 no. And daytime-wise... There is some exercise that you can partake in. So on the poster, it does look a bit confusing because it has rock aerobics and then rock fit all in one line. But rock fit is definitely a separate thing to rock aerobics. We have had clarification of that. I'm not sure what time rock aerobics is taking place or what that even involves. But rock fit are going to be on at 11 o'clock on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, on the doghouse stage in District X. So it's going to be, I think, an hour class on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and a slightly shorter kind of lower impact class on the Sunday as well. So I think that's going to be about 40 minutes. So does that mean you're going to your classes? I'm hoping to get to at least one. It's going to ultimately depend on timings of bands once the official Mm. times get released. So that'll be Thursday, Friday for you then? Potentially, yeah. (laughs) Possibly Sunday. Oh, as well, depending on what time that opens. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully to go along, but obviously bands will be a priority because as much as I love Rockfit, I can do that anywhere, but it's always good to get there and do it in person with various other Rockfit people from around the country. So I highly recommend that. If you do want to try Rockfit and you never have done it, it's your opportunity to get there and try a class for free. So in addition to all of that, the cinema's back. Obviously there's bars, the rides, the co-op is back this year, and there is the new download Megastore. And I think I've read somewhere that pre-orders for merch open, as in for Click and Collect, 2nd of June, I think. So okay. So might be a good I'm thing to do. I'm tempted to do that. Yeah. Because it's one less thing to queue for. Yeah, I think look into it, just see how restricted they are in terms of when you can collect. Are you going to be able to choose with your day? or what? You know, because it's obviously going to be yeah. busy, whether they're going to do it in like time slots of when you can mm. collect it or something. So I'll... I'd like to think they'll just have yeah. a couple of lanes. For you would think collect. so, wouldn't you? But just thinking how many orders there might be for them to sift through and yeah. all of that. Yeah, definitely looking into that. We've also now had the download map released, mm-hmm. which was then withdrawn mm-hmm. and re-released. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks like there were some issues with the first one and a lot of things were wrong on it. So they withdrew it, re-uploaded it, and it's back and it's looking like it kind of should now. Yeah, I think it looks pretty much what you'd expect. They've also done almost like little snippets of different areas. So there's a close-up of District X and the campsites. There is a close-up of the campsites, yeah. but there's no, but you can't see RIP because it's they've covered it over with a key. Yeah, that's just on the general public map, isn't yeah. it? Then it's the interactive map where you can zoom in and stuff. That's always handy. Yeah, so you can figure out how far your walk is actually going to be. Yeah, make sure you go in the right direction. And then another happening from this week is that the Sophie Lancaster Foundation announced on, I think it was it Tuesday or Wednesday, can't remember now, but they announced that they weren't going to be at Download this year due to logistical issues, which I think were that partly to do with the fees that 
download charge them to have their pitch there and also the fact that because a lot of vendors have been pushed out for want of a better phrase this year to make room for more food and drink stores a lot of the previous market store vendors are being put in the village which it sounded like that was going to happen with sophie as well but obviously that's not a prominent place for them it wasn't going to be worth them coming along really in terms of what they would gain from it and the fact that live nation actually charge well that blew my mind they charge charging charities and especially a charity so linked to yeah to the music yeah to the actual scene is it's an absolutely fucking disgrace. But anyway, less than a day later, I think it was, the foundation made an announcement that they were indeed going to be at Download this year and in the arena. So that's awesome news. You can go along, get another wristband, stock up on pens, some of the bits and bobs, obviously make a donation. Yeah, and I'm glad everybody kind of got on Live Nations back because mm. it, it sickens me that they're actually doing that. I know, it created an uproar, and rightly so. It had never even occurred to me before that they charged charities to hold a stall there. I know they have huge fees for your average vendor, but they're not a vendor, they're a charity. Well, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Don't forget you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at ReadyToMoshCast. And we are also on Facebook, YouTube and TikTok at ReadyToMosh. So if you want to give us five stars on whatever streaming platform you're listening to and a review as well, that would be most appreciated. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Make it stop, Luke.